Welcome to the podcast IBC Midweek Connection. I'm Gilbert van Buren, pastor of the International Baptist Church Eindhoven in the Netherlands. This podcast aims to help you to make a midweek connection with God, continuing from last Sunday's sermon. Faith and Culture Last Sunday, as we reflected on Isaac and Rebecca not wanting their sons to marry a Canaanite woman, we have been seeking biblical guidelines how to relate to our own culture. In this podcast, I will continue this search. For it seems easy to fall into extremes, either isolating ourselves from our culture and adopting more or less sectarian behavior, or accommodating in such a way that holiness loses all of its meaning. Probably the phrase used most frequently by Christians in discussing this subject is to be in the world but not of the world. The phrase is in John 17, where Jesus is praying for his disciples. But in doing so, he was not praying to isolate them from their roots and culture in general, but was simply realistic about the world's hatred towards himself and his disciples. His prayer is a follow-up from his teaching in the previous chapters. I quote John 15, verses 18 and 19. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you would belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world. But I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. End quote. So the world hates us because Jesus chose us. How come? What makes the world hating us as the ones chosen by Jesus? Two things we can say as we listen to Jesus' teaching in these chapters. Firstly, in John 15, verse 16, You did not choose me, but I chose you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. This is my command, love each other. End quote. Could the fruit that we bear cause the world to hate us? Perhaps. Sometimes. But the opposite happens as well. We are appreciated as we do good, walk in love and bless others. But surely that is not all. There is more behind the hatred. This brings me to the verse from Scripture that Jesus quotes in John fifteen twenty-five: They hated me without reason. There is real evil in this world. The Bible is realistic about the activities of the forces of darkness. And Jesus warns us to be watchful and not be, be taken by surprise. To be in the world and not of the world seems therefore more a conclusion as we suffer hatred of the world. And not so much a call to withdraw from our culture and this world. But what about the danger of accommodating to this world? For this we turn now to Hebrews chapter 11. This passage recalls the stories of the saints throughout the ages who have persevered in hope in the midst of persecutions and disappointments. I quote now the verses 13 to 16. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised, 
They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. End quote. What made these saints strangers on earth? The answer is, believing the promise God had given them. Strangers on earth are those who look beyond what is here and now and what can be managed and developed through human efforts. Strangers on earth wait for the promise of heaven. Not passively, as we can read from the testimonies in Hebrews chapter 11, but in their engagement with society, with the world around them, they testify of hearing and responding to the voice of God that the world is not yet what it should be and that we are called to walk in love and do justice as we wait for the promise. It reminds me of the beautiful lines of a hymn. Ever lift thy face upon me as I work and wait for thee, resting neath thy smile, Lord Jesus, earth's dark shadows flee. Waiting for the promise of God is waiting for his kingdom, waiting for the Messiah to reign in love, peace, truth and justice. And as we wait actively, engaging in this world, we bear the fruit of the Spirit until he comes. I will close in prayer now. Our Father who is in heaven, Thank you for the promise of the coming of your kingdom. We desire your kingdom. We wait for your kingdom. And as we wait, we work for you and serve you in this world. Help us to enjoy the good things of this world and to disengage from these things that oppose the coming of your kingdom. Hear our prayers, we pray in Jesus' name.